Wow, look at the news coming out of the White House today about the vice president. She has finally decided to go and visit the southern border. Your next question is probably, well, how's she going to get there? I don't know. I imagine she's probably going to fly on a broom, the witch that she is. Anyway, so here's the news today. Kamala Harris, this is in the New York Post, Kamala Harris to finally visit border amid ongoing migrant crisis. They could have added in there, which the Biden administration and Kamala Harris's total mishandling of the border, they caused that. Vice President Kamala Harris. Well, actually, hold on a second. Before I get started with the program, you might hear my voice is not the best. I got to tell you, I have been just so wrapped into the soccer tournament going on, the Euros, that I've been yelling, obviously, you know, I've said it before on this program, I've lived in England for uh, about a year of my life uh, back during school, and I have, I have you know, a, a, a bond with, with a lot of people there, friendships, and I support the soccer team. So as they play, they actually won yesterday, and I was just screaming and yelling, and then I, I actually had a soccer game today uh, as well. Screaming and yelling continued. I'd, I've been yelling. A lot, and it is it is it is not doing wonders for my voice um, at all. And also, I wanted to make um, an announcement today. Um, tomorrow and Friday, I will be not here. Um, you know, I always preach on this show on Fridays in particular. You got to go out and enjoy and live your life. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm actually going on a two week vacation you know like i say goodness me philip i mean you, you take more days off than a liberal who doesn't want to work right well i always say it I, I always you know mean what i say um on the program you need to go out and enjoy your life and this biden administration just depresses the living you know what out of me so we got to continue the fight and continue going um and i want to be refreshed for that so that being said um before we really get going, uh, I will be back then on the 12th, so I will miss the 4th. I'll be in a big celebration of the birthday of America, as always, as I encourage all of you to do. So I just want to say, if I don't want to forget it, um, enjoy your 4th and enjoy um, the time of being away from me. I mean, you don't have to listen to this voice for two weeks, so I'll be back on the Twelfth. Uh, so I just wanted to make that announcement. All right. So let's get going. Vice President Kamala Harris will visit the border this week amid the historic surge of illegal immigration under her watch as borders are. I mean, it's about darn time, right? And the New York Post writes as well. Following the news of her trip, former President Trump uh, released a statement saying his planned border trip with Texas Governor Greg Abbott, which they're going, um, Donald Trump is scheduled to go to the border on the 30th uh, next Wednesday. He said, um, and the Republican Study Committee, what was finally, uh, that was the reason that finally pushed Kamala Harris to go to the journey. Uh, Donald Trump writing in an email today after months of ignoring the crisis at the southern border it is great that we got kamala harris to finally go and see the tremendous destruction and death that they've created a direct result of biden ending my very tough but fair border policies 
Harris and Biden were given the strongest border in American history, and now it is by far the worst in American history. So, I mean, I I definitely do think that Donald Trump saying he's going to go and visit the border definitely prompted this decision from the White House to send Kamala Harris down there. But if Donald Trump hadn't announced that he was going to the border, well, what was Kamala Harris going to do? Wash her hands with it? I mean, she said she literally any time she's asked about the border and the border crisis that this administration has created, she just continues to laugh. And it's the same way whenever she's asked a difficult question of any of the topics that uh, surround the political world. She wants nothing to do with direct substantive answers. She just continues to laugh. She I mean, she thinks it's funny that there's you know, uh, uh, illegal, the illegal surges that are at historic highs right now. I mean, it's a different, it's a new record every single month with this administration, the amount of people that are crossing over the Southern border. And she just thinks that the propagandists in our mainstream media, anytime they, they actually question her and push her on an answer, whoa, you can't do that. You're supposed to be on my side. That's what she thinks. So that's the big news coming out of uh, uh, the White House today, uh, as far as Kamala Harris is concerned. You got uh, President Joe Unity. So Biden today is standing with um, his Attorney General, Merrick Garland, and they're talking about the uh, uh, headline here, new efforts to stem a rising national tide of violent crime. As per usual, anytime Joe Biden gives a press conference, he, he looks like he just woke up from a nap He's just out of it. He's got no idea what he's saying, no idea what's going on around him. The guy has to use a teleprompter to speak. Nothing comes from the heart. Nothing comes from what seems to be a failing mind of Joe Biden at this point in time. He says things like this today. Get ready here. No one needs to have a weapon that can fire over 30, 40, 50, even up to 100 rounds. Unless you think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests or something. What? I mean, really, Joe? Also, those those who say the blood of, of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. If you think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons to take on the government, Joe. I mean, what, what is he planning on doing? Coming into American cities, rolling in with tanks, for goodness sakes, says the, and, and again, it's always the fault of the NRA, the gun, the, he calls it the gun lobby, wants you to believe the cities that have the toughest gun laws still have the highest rates of gun violence. Don't believe it. That's a complete and utter lie. Every single Monday on this very show, we go over how many people were shot in Chicago over the weekend. One of the strictest gun laws uh, cities in this entire country. Of, and, 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 and yet every weekend, and by the way, it's not, it's not primarily whites that are dying in Chicago. It's blacks and the African-Americans, which I get the Democratic Party, if you listen to Joe Biden, you know, he says that we live in a, 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 a country of systemic racism. Well, then what are you doing to stop that problem? Because when it comes to Chicago, Joe Biden doesn't even want to talk about it. Mayor Lori Lightweight in Chicago, forget it. 
Not a single word. And no other Democrat that I've heard in this country has ever spoken up about Chicago. They don't care. All they do, right, and this comes from the party that 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 is the champion of minorities, right? Joe Biden, we've gone over his history. If, if you don't vote for me, you even think about voting for Donald Trump, well, then you ain't black. Or poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids. That's all Joe Biden. They're going to put y'all back in chains, says Joe Biden. He doesn't care. The Democrat Party has no care at all for minorities in this country. I mean, this is rich language coming from the party of racism, slavery, and the KKK. If it wasn't for the Republican Party and Abraham Lincoln, there would still be slaves right now. If the Democratic Party had their way, that's exactly where we would be right now. Now, Joe Biden's press conference, you know it was bad if Geraldo Rivera, just who, who is, as he progresses through life, just becoming an even bigger idiot, he actually had some sense today. Geraldo, here's your headline at Fox News. Geraldo blasts Biden's pathetic, sleepy gun violence address. Says, quote, it's the civil rights issue of our time. He says, well, compassion aside, where was the passion? That speech was as laid back as the program he is proposing. He says, this is the civil rights issue of our time. Murder has become the leading cause of death. If this is not an emergency, what is? In Chicago, there were eight people killed, 54 shot last weekend. That's an emergency. That is something that needs action now. He says that address was very very sleepy. And he says, you know, I like the guy. Of course, he does. I'm pretty sure Geraldo's a closet Democrat. I really believe that. And he says, but that was pathetic. It seems to me, to, uh, and it seems to me totally reactive to the bad press. They were scrambling to get something done. They could be much more emergent and much more serious than was portrayed by the president of the United States just there. Well, Geraldo, he can't do anything more than what he just did. He doesn't have the energy. He doesn't have the mindset anymore. Joe Biden, for all intents and purposes, is gone. We don't know who's running the administration, but we do know it certainly isn't Joe Biden. I mean, is it the is it Ron Klain? Is it Merrick Garland? Is it? I, I'm not even sure it's Kamala Harris. I mean, to me, it seems like there's a little bit of strife between um, Harris and Biden. I mean, is it Jill Biden? We don't know. The only thing we do know about this administration is it ain't Joe Biden who's running it. Uh, you got well, we do have some breaking news um that we have to get into as well. Listen to this now. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Now he's the Democratic senator from Rhode Island, you know, who was at the uh uh the club and he's an exclusive member where it's just whites and whites only. Listen to this now. Matt Whitlock, a Republican commentator in his Twitter box biography, literally just tweeted about it, not a, more than a half hour ago. Oh my gosh, there's one more. Three all white clubs for Sheldon Whitehouse. Uh, uh, this uh, comes today. White House had uh, announced in 2006 he was running for U.S. Senate that he was uh, disaffiliating from this place, Bailey's. Beach Club in Newport's the 
reading room, an all-white exclusive men's club on Bellevue Ave next to the Viking Hotel in Rhode Island. Let me read it. Let me read it again. An all-white exclusive men's club. I mean, it, it ain't getting any better for Sheldon Whitehouse, but nobody wants to cover this, though, in the mainstream media. I mean, imagine if a Republican was a member of an all-white club. It would be the only thing you hear all throughout the propagandists in our mainstream media. Um, I wanted to get into this as well. Hunter, uh, Miranda Devine, who, who's like the only person that wants to cover the Hunter Biden laptop scandal, uh, writes a, a column yesterday in the New York Post. Did Joe Biden inadvertently pay for Hunter Biden's wild night at Chateau Marmont, May 2018? Robert Hunter Biden trawling through his favorite L.A. escort sites. He orders Yana, a 24-year-old Russian native from Emerald Fantasy Girls. Russian, green eyes, thin brunette, and elite Cortesian is Yana's pitch, right? Think about this, though. It, it, and, 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 and I know that it sounds repetitive, but really think to yourself, if this was Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump, the media would be all over this. How is it that the son of the president of the United States, and this is factual now, this is all on his laptop, he has to pay to have sex. He's paying to have sex with escorts. Um, he writes this, hi, my name is Rob. I'm staying at Chateau Marmont. You available now? So Yana, this Russian girl, who I guess has green eyes and is a thin brunette, goes to uh, Hunter Biden, where he's staying, smokes crack. That's what Hunter Biden does for a living. Hunter crackhead Biden. They, he, Hunter smokes the crack. They drink vodka. They have sex. And they make porn. Listen to this. Hunter Biden balances a line of M&Ms on his erect penis and takes photographs of it. This is all happening from our current president of the United States' son. I mean, I'd love to know where he learned this stuff from. All the messages, all the pictures saved on Hunter Biden's laptops and divine rights, which he treats like a diary, storing every email and text conversation, his financial records, and his selfies. Now, remember, Hunter Biden, the New York Post has this laptop because with um, Hunter Biden, he, he left it at the repair shop in Delaware, and boom, New York Post gets a hold of it. Um, Divine writes, Hunter's escapades with Yana are a glimpse into the president's son's debauched lifestyle, but it also raises questions about how much his finances were mingled with Joe Biden. As detailed in Hunter's own text messages, two mysterious men would soon show up after Yana left asking curious questions. Yana stayed for a couple of days and wanted to be paid. Well, the problem was Hunter's debit cards weren't working and she wasn't leaving without the $8,000 she owes her for the, uh, you know, I don't even want to get into that evening, I guess I'll call it. The morning of May 24th, hungover and out of sorts, 
Hunter Biden adds a new uh, recipient on the cash transfer app Zelle, Zelle, whatever it is. I don't use that. A woman named Gull Nora, the registered agent for Emerald Fantasy Girls and Yana's employer, transfers. So Hunter tries to transfer $8,000, you know, for the so-called pleasure that he received. Transfers $8,000. Nope, doesn't work. A few minutes later, Wells Fargo sends him a fraud detection alert. Reaches into his wallet, pulls out a card. Yana attempts to transfer the $8,000, but it doesn't go through. Rifles through. No luck. Pulls out another card. Bingo. Finally works for Hunter Biden. Yana leaves. He falls asleep. While he sleeps, though, listen to this. His bank accounts are being emptied. In receipts he saves on the computer, the transactions have, he thought have failed have gone through, one after the other. First $8,000 record leaving his account, 1020. 1050, 2000 leaves. 1059, $3,500 vanishes. 11 a.m., $8,000. 11.03, another $3,500. About $25,000 moves in under an hour. Now Hunter Biden's cell phone starts ringing. Many transactions on my account, Yana, texting him. From last night, 8000 8000 3500 So give back with me when you can so I can transfer back to you, she says. Better if you call my personal. She says, I'm happy to see that much in my account. And then listen to this. I, I, I don't know where, what happened, but things took a turn quick. She writes, no worries. You can have the rest back. Karma is a B. She writes to Hunter Biden. Um, so, you know, the, the, uh, the details of this. Now, I'll tell you about this the, the, this story here. You got to ask the question, where the card that Hunter pulled out, who does that belong to? Because if Hunter Biden's transactions aren't going through immediately with his card and his accounts, well, I take a good look at Joe Unity. And remember, Joe Unity who refers to Hunter, the crackhead, as the smartest guy I know. And also remember, Joe Biden clearly has lied about Hunter Biden because he says, I never had anything to do with Hunter's business transactions. We know that's all a lie because we've seen the emails on Hunter Biden's laptop. Hold 10% for the big guy. The big guy referring to Joe Biden. Remember the interview um, Tucker Carlson on Fox News did with Tony Bobulinski, Hunter Biden's ex-business partner. We said, oh yeah, Joe Biden knew all about this. Joe Biden was right there with us while we were doing these business dealings. I mean, again, I mean, maybe Joe just is clearly forgot. I think he's just lying to the American people. Uh, I wanted to um, point this out as well. This actually came last week, never got around to getting to it. But Dr. Ronnie Jackson, now he's a former White House um, physician. He's actually a current member of Congress um, for Texas right now. He says this, he wants Biden to immediately undergo a cognitive test so the commander-in-chief can prove to the American public sound mental capabilities. He was on Fox News last Thursday and said, quote, we can't sit on this any longer. He's not physically or cognitively fit to be our president right now he says unfortunately as you get older your mental decline and forgetfulness has become more apparent over the past 18 months writes in a letter to uh joe biden he says we encourage you to 
uh, follow the example set by President Trump by undergoing a cognitive test as soon as possible and immediately making the results available for the American people. Um, a White House spokesperson, this was, again came last Thursday, declined to comment but said in May the White House said Biden would uh, be going for a medical checkup this year and would be transparent about the results. Now, I've seen Joe Biden. I mean, I've seen what Joe Biden used to be like. I, um, um, Joe Concha, uh, who's, uh, writes for the Hill, he always points out, go back to Joe Biden debating Paul Ryan, um, in the VP debate from, uh, uh, 2012. And you'll see how, how Joe Biden actually, what really was when he was, uh, you know, um, cognitively there. I mean, Joe Biden was on fire. He's a, regardless of how I feel about him, he's a very gifted speaker and politician, or I should say at least he used to be. You go back for yourself and look at that. That Joe Biden, though, that is not the same Joe Biden that we're seeing right now. And that's why I'll reiterate this point. This, we don't know who's running the White House right now. We truly don't. It could be a number of people. But we definitely know the one person who's not running the White House. And that being the, whatever you want to call it, the iPotus, the illegitimate president of the United States, a fake president, it doesn't matter to me. But to me, Joe Biden is not there. And Joe Biden has no say about what happens in this country. That being said, 1,306 days to go, folks. Enjoy um, I, I, it's not really, it's just a break for me, um, really, but enjoy your, your two weeks here. I'll get back with you soon. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as always for listening. Enjoy the fourth and I will speak to you again, July the 12th. See you then. Thank you as always.